Hello and welcome to a special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent. With me is a friend, Megan. Hello, everyone. It is uh, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. It is, uh, well, you're listening to this on Wednesday, sorry. We're, it's Monday <laughs> afternoon for us, and uh, it's like that chilly October weather. It it's is. like crisp, it's cold, mm-hmm. it's... You're wearing, everyone's wearing jackets now. You Honestly, don't leave the house without a jacket. Absolutely beautiful, the drive from Pasco over here. Yeah. Because, like, the light this time of year is just, like, really clear. And, like, the trees are turning where we have trees. And then, I don't know, the like, the hills look really beautiful. So I was like, oh, it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. It's very yeah. exciting. Uh, this weekend, we got a chance to get away and do a little board retreat up in Coeur d'Alene action. So I wasn't even there on Sunday. So no, we're recapping a service I wasn't at. But we did log in and watch it from our little lake house thing uh, that we were at <laughs> and watching this thing. And, uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. And the whole retreat was a chance. We, we do it once a year um, to uh, just kind of get away and dream up, look at everything, really evaluate, have long conversations. It was like it was like a really long – like somebody uh, goes um, – Hey, you feeling refreshed? I'm like, I was, we were on all weekend yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm drained. It's like, a work weekend. I'm talking yeah. the whole time. I'm not mm-hmm. talking, you know, um, I need like a vacation and yeah, anyways, <laughs> but that's not to say that we didn't enjoy it and have a good time. Mm-hmm. We had a great time and, uh, we went out on Friday night, Saturday night, excuse me, Saturday night to downtown Coeur d'Alene and ate at a, at a restaurant down there called Honey right there mm-hmm. on Sherman Ave, which was awesome. Um, super good food. Leslie's son works there. So nice. hooked us up. Uh, and then there's a dueling piano bar right next door nice. that's like New York City themed, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of funny because it's not even that great at decor. But uh, <laughs> we all went down there it's Saturday night, and uh, it was it was f- fun, awkward. It's um, you know you pay the cover to get in, and mm-hmm. then you realize oh there's only ten other people in this whole thing, mm-hmm. and the guy running it was uh, probably in his uh, late fifties, early sixties. But was wearing makeup and for sure a toupee. Nice. And uh, was trying to look the part of young hip piano, <laughs> dueling piano guy. And that was fun. Um, he plays the piano really well, but he is not not good at singing. Uh, so you're like, uh, I think I know this song, but it. I mean, the piano sounds like this song, <laughs> but the rest of it sounds like maybe a remix. That's really funny. Um, and then he had his buddy with him uh-huh. who was from South Carolina who um, sounded a lot like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Ring of Fire. What? Oh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, thank you. Sounded like Johnny Cash. In fact, when he sang Johnny Cash, you're like, oh, he's got a good voice. Mm-hmm. But then unfortunately, there's only so many Johnny Cash songs you can you Dueling know, pianos. recommend yeah, from uh-huh. a, you know, so then it's like, well, I, I'm going to sing Celine Dion. And you're like, Ooh. oh, no, you shouldn't, <laughs> too, you shouldn't do that. Nope. Uh, Your voice what else is suited for Johnny yeah, Cash. Is it not, is not suited not for Celine good. Dion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, most people can't sing yeah, Celine Dion well. I know. So. <laughs> so we had fun, but mostly because we were just mocking who was, who all was in there and really enjoying themselves. Uh-huh. And then also who was putting the show on. Nice. And we were, you know, as obviously we were we were requesting songs and we yeah. we had a great time too. Yeah. And uh I requested a song, uh I requested your song by Elton John. Okay. And which is kind of like Kylie and I are super into Moulin Rouge. Uh-huh, it was yep. like our song when we were dating and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And so that's like our soundtrack. Anyways, so then when that came on, like I 
we stood up and I danced with her Aww. in downtown Coeur d'Alene. And this other, this couple that was behind us, they uh-huh. were pretty smashed. But they, she like looked at us and she's like, oh. And then you could tell she made that like, you never dance with me yeah. face to her husband. <laughs> so then they got up and danced too. <laughs> we started like this revolution. It was fantastic. A revolution. Yeah. That might be a strong The word. revolution. <laughs> It's from Milan Rouge. I know. Anyways, all right. Uh, yeah, it was great. We had a great time. Um, yeah, we got it. We I, we found it. This isn't my something interesting, but it is really fun. We found a new game. Oh, fun! Uh, a new card game uh, that I had played one time elsewhere with somebody, and I remember uh, playing the game, thinking I need to pick this up. This is a good game, and then I found it, and it's in German. Oh, because uh, it's a German game called okay. Six Nimpt. Okay. N i m m t. The English version is called Take Five, but this one's called Six Nimpt. Okay. And I think you have to say that when you when you play. And uh, i i saw the I saw the original version, but it's in English, uh-huh. and I was like, or not the original. Sorry, that's that's the U.S. version. Is yeah, it's in uh-huh. English English rules. But like, I wanted it's a German game. Like, I wanted to uh-huh. buy it in German. It's an easy card game. It's just numbers, so it's not like I need an extensive rule book to like peruse or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can figure those things out. This version was all in German, the whole thing, uh, wow. all the instructions, everything else, and uh, it's pretty cool. So pretty it's cool. a super fun game. So all that to say, <laughs> staff game night up soon, Megan, at okay. our house. Well, six- if it's on a school night, I'm not coming. <laughs> well, no, I, uh, did I say school night? I no, said game night. you just said, I'm just oh. telling you. Oh, I'm not going to do it on a when school you night. When you plan it, hey, if I, it's on a school night, I'm not going to be coming. My wife's a teacher. Coming. You think she would allow me to host a Game night on a school She regularly night. is like, I'm going to go to bed. You have fun with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, that's very true. <laughs> that's why she didn't play Six Nymphed yeah. with us at Border Street. It was me and the Pitzers and Elise. So, yeah. Anyways, it was a good time. How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah? I had brunch with my friends on Saturday. Where'd you go for brunch? We went to someone's house and brought oh, things. Okay. Um, I say I, that disappointingly. That's better than any brunch you're going to find in the Tristan. I made biscuits and gravy. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, just hung out for a long time and talked and caught up. And then um, yesterday I made chili. Nice. Which is really it's a, fun. It's just good chili weather. Yeah, it was like. Really good chili weather. It was kind of, there's certain foods at certain times of year that like kind of are restorative to my soul. Yeah. And making like soup or chili in the early fall with football on on a Sunday is like, I don't know, it like restores my soul yeah. somehow. Like I wasn't even actually watching the games. Like I don't know what happened on any of the games yeah, that cares? were on. It was, they were matter. just on the TV. The 49ers lost. So that's good. I and mean, that's all you need to know. There's just like the noise of the game on the TV while I'm like making soup. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. So it was yummy. Kylie makes a sweet potato chili and it is okay. so good. So good. I yeah. don't know what, there's like cinnamon in it or oh. something. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's really good. I bet. She's a out. really good cook. So yeah, She is a really good cook. <laughs> it's very true. Fun. Uh, yeah. Anything I had else? mine over mac and cheese. I like to make chili mac. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty delicious. <laughs> uh, we I grew up with um, chili and then you would do Fritos and okay, cheese. Okay, yeah. So it would be like Frito Banditos is what mm-hmm. we used to call it, or Pepper Bellies. Yeah. Uh, that was the other name. Mm-hmm. And that was like Little League specialty, man. You'd go yeah. play a Little League tournament, and outside they'd have just a big old crock pot of chili, Fritos, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like two bucks. And yeah. It was great. Yeah. Nice. Give you all the all the inner, like inner workings <laughs> gas on your baseball field, just run around, eat a bunch of chili, then go run around the field and play baseball. It was great. I mean, at least you're outside. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I suppose. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so Lauren, Lauren did talk. Spoke on Sunday for us, and uh, she did a little little sidestep from the a little brief interlude, if you will, from our <laughs> series, and that was in- intentional. We talked about it for a while, like, hey, look, you know, you want to try and do, and she's just like, I think I've been reading something over here, and mm-hmm. kind of have a heart over here, mm-hmm. and. and uh, I'm glad she did because it was it was, it was great. It was so, awesome. Um, you didn't know this, but she and Ian brought their like foster dog. Oh, I saw the right photos. at the. Oh, you saw the photos. Yeah. Okay, she like was. I don't know. They just brought him to like make you know just to bring him, and she went up to do soundtrack holding him. And oh yeah. <laughs> Ian was like taking pictures. I was like, is she gonna do the sermon with Gus? And because that's the dog's name. Yeah. And Ian's like, God, I hope so. <laughs> she didn't. But <laughs> yeah. So she came into to staff meeting last week going, yeah. so we, so, uh, we have, uh, uh, we're hosting a foster pet yeah. and then she brought him in on Tuesday I mm-hmm. think. and he was just running around the theater and just having a good old time. Yeah. And he's a cute little guy. He's a cute little yeah. guy. Yeah. And, uh, then she's posting pictures on, uh, the, our, our Slack, uh-huh. which is our inner like office communication thing, pictures of him in the windowsill and just, he's running the theater today. Yeah. And then, then she posted the ones on Sunday yeah. and I saw it all. <laughs> And so today I'm like, you're keeping this dog, aren't you? And she's like, no, nah, well, I know. We haven't decided yet. But yeah, I mean, like, well, yesterday they both were like, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's I don't looking know if she's highly likely. To this, but you're definitely keeping that dog, Lauren, uh, uh, which is fine. Uh, he's sweet. He's a sweet guy. She asked me today at lunch. She's like, so why don't you, are you guys going to get another dog? Do you guys have to, I think she's trying to justify having three Yeah, going from two to three. Why don't you go from one to two and I'll go from two to three and we'll just call it even. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, no, we're, we're, we're good with one. And yeah. I said, it's just, it's, you know, two is great. They, they get along with each other. Do fine. It's just my, uh, poop scooping abilities in the backyard have gone down by 50% and it's been noticeable. Yeah. It's a noticeable difference. <laughs> the time involved, all of the things I'm just yeah. like, this is heavenly. This feels like not even work now. I know. You know whereas it used to be like, <laughs> I'd love to mow the lawn, but I got to go spend an hour scooping poop. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had a similar conversation with my friend last night. She came over and had chili with me, but about like, someone was like, Oh, you should get another cat. And I was like, I just got mine. Good. Like, yeah. It took four years and now we're good. Like, no, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that Start again. Start over yeah. again? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, That's anyway. how I feel about kids kind of too. You know what I mean? Start over? Yeah. No. no. Why would I? I just got mine good. I, like, <laughs> yeah, they're good. Like, I'm not doing that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> she did uh, a little talk on the yeah. return of the prodigal son and, uh, all of the the, the story involved in uh, Luke fifteen the, the 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 son who goes away spends his father's inheritance and the older brother who stays home and and uh, she re- referenced a book by Henry Nowen. Uh, have you ever read that? Mm-mm. It's a super really good book. And on the front is a um a, the painting by Rembrandt of the Return of the Prodigal okay. Son, and he does a fantastic job kind of tying in the Rembrandt's sort of. Here's the reason why you can only see the hands of the father. They're almost like disembodied from his mm-hmm. body. And then and then the, just the like the face um, of the older brother is like barely visible in the background because he's just kind of he's definitely watching, but he's not present. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like he did a good job of tying in all that. Like you normally would see that painting and be like, oh, I get that. Yeah, I know what that story is. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and just the all the things that go along with that story that kind of bring it out. And I thought she did a fantastic job mm-hmm. of doing that exact same thing. I told her this today. I was like, you can read through all of that, and you've heard it a hundred times if you've been to church, um, or you know, even if you haven't really and you're not that familiar with the story, it's you can read it and just focus on some of the historical stuff in it and be like, okay, that's great for him. I'm glad that there existed a dad who welcomed the son back. Mm-hmm. And then not really even catch some of the nuanced ideas of there's a little bit of that in us. There's a little mm-hmm. bit of that in us. And we all have a heavenly father who's just always waiting for us to come home. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. So. And like waiting to fully restore, like, yeah, it isn't just at his own cost, at, at his, his own cost, at his yeah. own decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't negotiate with the older brother and say, you know, uh, well, part of it's going to be your inheritance. There's, gonna, there's, uh, uh, and he's not, he doesn't listen to him or argue with him or even, even valid. He doesn't waste his time validating his kind of concerns on mm-hmm. it. He's just like, what I do with my own thing is my own business, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> yeah. And just like, also, um, she had some really good like quotes. I wrote a bunch down, but, um, the, like the father is just always waiting and doesn't require you to be ready or doesn't require you to have the correct perspective in order to become like to enter into the process of full redemption. Like I'm going to walk you through that. Like you don't like come, just come right now. Like, and I'll help you. Like we can work on that together. That's a process we do together. Like you don't need to be fully in the right or fully in line in order to become restored as my son. Yeah. Like I welcome back. And like, and when you see the older brother, the father's like, okay, like you, like you can choose a different path right now. Like let's walk down a different pathway towards like redeeming your lostness, right? Like being caught up in being in the right and like being vindictive and like all of those things. And you don't have to wait. I'm here to walk that with you, you know? Right. And who, and why did Jesus tell the story? What is the motivation, right? I don't think that historically there was an uh, actual two brothers. I think this is him telling this story with these Pharisees overhearing this and him not concluding the story and leaving it in here. And the brother is discussing what he's going to do outside the door. Do I go back into the, to my father or do I just stay out here and mumble and come up with my own thing? And then he just moves on from this trying to highlight to these people that's like you you're you you're you're dealing with this um gentile uh issue of like we're righteous we're this we're sophisticated when it comes to our religiosity um they're savages they're broken and am i gonna be okay with a god who goes and calls uh calls those people alongside me or is that mm-hmm. a different sort of calling piece it's just a huge deal um, a couple of things I noticed in from watching it that wasn't just me noticing it. This was our <laughs> at, we watched as a leadership team uh-huh. and then turned it off and said, "All right, so what's this? Ex- both what's this experience like?" And then yep. content wise, you know, I wanted to different. I wanted feedback, but I also wanted to be like, "Don't just give me content feedback. Give me also what it's like to be on this side of the mm-hmm. computer screen." And uh, they said, "Well, for one, um, there is a noticeable." tangible difference in the pace in which Lauren talks versus what yeah. you usually, what we're used to, right? Uh-huh. Not that one is right or wrong, but um, it would have been probably, and I told Lauren this today too, uh, something along the lines of, listen, if you're used to a faster pace, my recommendation would be, if you're listening to this on replay, try 1.5 yeah. speed or two <laughs> speed or something like that on your podcast <laughs> listening device 
and yeah. you'll be like, oh, now I'm used to, uh, yeah. this is what mm-hmm. I'm used to. And it's neither good nor bad. Uh, Cause I told her she's, you can tell she's definitely more of the NPR voice or <laughs> um, the um, yeah. uh, like thoughtful, like she was very precise with her words. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. And so that's experience though too. Like you have what now, like 15 years of. But it's, but she she intentionally goes through and, and yeah. pulled out filler words like i she didn't waste any words yeah. she was very precise and what sam noticed uh, one of our board members sam noticed that she stops and lets me think about it mm-hmm. and brent you talk and then before i can think about it you're on to the next thing i tell you that all the and time and i don't have time to think <laughs> about it usually with your jokes i'm like you got to let it sit for a minute like yeah and uh <laughs> And so he's like, I, she said like a lot of things super deep and I'm sure you do too, Brent. I just don't catch them if you do, cause you're too fast. So I was like, this is good. So anyways, mm, yeah. um, if you liked that on Sunday, then I guess it would be on me to say, you should listen to my talk on 0.5 speed. <laughs> and then instead of telling her to speed up, you know, yeah. or whatever, maybe it's just, <laughs> I, I, you know, this is how I do it. So you're going to, uh, you're going to have to. Yeah, slow down for me. I guess that's it's good to have variety. That's why we have different Absolutely. people come and that speak. Was it. And I told her, even though uh, on a on the spectrum of of pace, we are on two different sides of it. I thought that from a um, like looking at the text and trying to pull out various things in a very smart and I think creative way, I think that uh, she was fantastic mm-hmm. and really fell right in line with what we. Uh, what what I like to do and and mm-hmm. um it, yet she offered her own you know yeah uh, beautiful take on it as well yep. so I, I thought it was really really good for sure. I'm excited so um for those of you going she should do it more often yes I, I think that she should <laughs> um, and I have told her that multiple times um the hard part for us and her is that um you know she has a full job description she does a lot of other stuff full time around yep. here mm-hmm. and I want her to do it to the point. And she wants to do it to the point where it is a value added for her mm-hmm. in what she is doing. Like, how does this help you accomplish? And I'm like, the more that you're up there, the more people are going to see who you are, connect the dots between, oh, yeah, she is the world of Pastor He's like, if I want to get involved there, I could talk to her. Um, it also is, uh, you know, it's a lot for her. And so cause, because she's not in that same routine mm-hmm. that I am. Um, and so um, I don't want to overwhelm her with it. But we are, trust me. I'm trying. I want her to. I want her to do it as often as she's willing to do it. So we're working on that on that pacing. Yeah. Uh, as we speak. But yep. anyways, it was really good. What else did you have? Um, just a couple. Or oh, um, I think her end line was like really impactful for me. The um, like how you change what you're thinking. So like instead of being like, how do I find God? Like how do I let God find me? How do I how do I let myself be known by God? Yeah. And then I think most importantly, how am I to let myself be loved by God? Like um, understanding and remembering like we are beloved and like allowing, I think like that's that asking for help piece that often people struggle with or whatever. Like let people love you. Let God love you. Let that like walk with you and through like whatever you're going through or like if you're far away, like just, you know, not to quote Nia or who is it? Um, Jason Derulo, let me love you. Just let me love you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Jason Derulo song. Is it? Maybe it's now. I don't know. Maybe it's Drake. No, I think it's Jason Derulo. Anyway. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, like 
You need your to. Your face is so red right I now. Know. <laughs> you need to open yourself up to like the love that you fully deserve because you are a human on this planet. Yeah. And so, like, let that in. Let God be part of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love how even just changing the the form of the question really does like bring this new perspective on this of, um, you know, being being found by God or what am I, what am I doing to kind of conceal myself in this way? What can I do to open this up? Cause he is, he's looking for me. He wants, mm-hmm. me, you know what I mean? That's, that's not a, well, if I do enough, he wants me. It's not that, that's not what we're asking. That's not what we're saying. That's not what the story is saying. That's mm-hmm. not what Jesus is trying to communicate in this. This is a story about a God who actively searches and goes out and puts his hand above his eyes and peers off into the horizon to see who's coming home. So, And then when he thinks it might be you, runs towards you. Runs. With em- abandon. Yeah, embarrasses himself, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's super good. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That was it. Okay, really good. This Sunday we continue and finish off our Trying Not to Suck series week four, which also means communion. We do that every at the conclusion of every series. So uh, hopefully you can be a part of uh, that in person at either 8.30 or 10 o'clock or 10 o'clock on the live stream. Uh, no communion on the live stream. Well, I mean, I guess like you can do it at home, but we're mm-hmm. not going to send you any materials or anything like that. So you can figure it out for yourself. Just go get some Dave's Killer Bread and some juice and make it happen so. or wine you know or whatever wine. floats your yeah breath. 10 in the morning <laughs> i'm not saying drink the whole bottle well <laughs> i'm not yeah anyways uh good uh, something interesting i started yeah. so you I go uh, first. you go first all right so recently in israel they uncovered a massive byzantine era which i don't remember when the byzantine era was um like 1500 years ago so like the, that would have been uh, yeah, dark like, ages sort of yeah, out, like out of that area, right? Seven, eighteen, sixteen. Yeah, at the end of the dark ages. Yeah. I believe. Yep. Um, a massive winery, like nice. Byzantine era winery. It is. They found. Um, apparently, Did it have a bocce ball pit. Is that how they knew? Uh, well, I think they found it when they were like. <laughs> Come on, that's a good one, Megan. I oh, got yeah, nothing like out book of that. Walter, sorry, huh? <laughs> like bookwalter. Sorry, huh? Like bookwalter. Exactly. I know, it took me a minute. Um. <laughs> No, I don't think they had a bocce ball pit. You don't know that. Um, but they found just a bunch of like um, a complex of five wine presses, four large warehouses, kilns for the clay wine jugs, um, and then lots of broken pieces of jugs. And apparently this was like the best wine in the area. It like had the best white wine in the area at that time. Um, it was like in all of the Byzantine like literature, it's like, all over the place. They talk about it. Um, and it told me, okay. So each wine press found covers an area of about 2,400 square feet, which I can't really visualize that, but, um, around the treading floor where grapes were crushed by foot, um, compartments for fermenting and vats for collecting the wine. Um, so yeah, just like, I just thought that was really cool. They found this huge, winery from like a long time ago that's amazing what they're still finding like even today right i mean yeah yeah and i did look up byzantine empire so uh it is the uh roman empire from post constantinople okay or post constantine and like the establishment of constantinople up and up until like the end of the dark ages so yeah 500 to 1500 is a byzantine era okay so yeah yeah crazy yeah that's fun can we go check it out? Spend a, a wind weekend there. Is I it mean, like the third era? You got like Napa Valley, Columbia Valley, 
Israel Valley. It's, uh, it's a little decrepit. It doesn't look open. <laughs> I wonder what their hours are. Probably COVID. Because of COVID, they're shut down a little bit right now. But we're Apparently really they, they found it because they were surveying the area to like build an overpass. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I like it. I know. I just thought it was cool. All right. Mine uh, has to do with our drive home uh, the other day, yesterday from Coeur d'Alene area. It was something I found a while back, but then I watched it with my wife, and I was like, no, this is really good. <laughs> and uh, are you a, a, mu- a musical person? Yeah. Uh-huh. you like musicals? I do. So obviously, like I, I mentioned, based on the Your Song thing, Elton John, Moulin Rouge is like a special spot for us. Uh, there was a Moulin Rouge the musical uh, that I think was on Broadway. Um, I don't and know. Uh, they redid some of the music okay. to be modern day songs because, you know, when they did like the elephant love melody thing, they took a bunch of like Elton John and uh, Madonna and all these kind of mm-hmm. old, elder, older ni- 80s and 90s kind of mm-hmm. music and, then, and molded it. And this one now it's like uh, Sia Chandelier. Okay. Um, I don't know, just other ones that were like, re- like super good. When you watch it, they did a great job remixing it. Um, it's got good sing-along vibes to it. Uh, it's if, if you like musical sort of stuff, and I know some of you don't, but and that's fine, but like if you dug Hamilton and uh, what's the what's the movie, the 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 family one with Hugh Jackman that I'm thinking of that everybody listened to the soundtrack for? Oh, a while back. Um, about the Greatest circus. Showman. Yeah, greatest greatest showman, showman one, mm-hmm. you know, then add this to your repertoire yeah. um, because it was, it's, it's got a, it's got a, it's got a fun, uh, fun follow along. It's good mashups, I should say, nice. of of some pretty cool songs. So, I love Moulin Rouge. It's one of my favorites too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're gonna like it. And it, you make you listen to it. and You're like, we got. She looked over me while we were driving. She's like, we need to go to this. <laughs> we got to go see this. And I know that Broadway is semi back now. Is what I heard. Yeah, so, uh-huh. we'll see. But we'll see if she, if she plays her cards right. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, by the way, while we were, um, there's nothing, nothing to do with that, but. Uh, while we were on board retreat on Sunday, it was our 11th birthday as a church. October oh, yeah. 10th. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was fun to kind of celebrate there. So 11 years into this whole run. And uh, what can you do when you're 11 that you couldn't do when you're t- anything? I don't think there's anything. right. There's nothing uh, special about not 11. Really. I mean, That's you're double, like, like you're the same number twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last year was our golden birthday. It was all the things. And this year is like, oh, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> you're, you're older. 12 uh, feels kind of significant. We'll see how that works and then go from there. But anyways. Uh, yep, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Um, if you have any questions for us or th- uh, or thoughts from the weekend that you'd like addressed in the pod, we do have a spot on our online connect card form for you to be able to say, hey, here's some things to talk about, and we'll do our best to address those as they come in. And uh, other than that, yeah. have a good week, guys. Bye, everyone.